what would be each of your personal fatalities? Ooh. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. It'd have to involve cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to grab a big fondue pot out of nowhere. Um, probably hell like scorpion style nice. and then yeah just uh, down my enemy with fondue and then get a little bit of dip and bread <laughs> wow <laughs> delicious just pour the cheese on them and then just eat the cheesy fondue <laughs> off of their charred corpse <laughs> nice brutal mate Gilman do you have an idea oh they're just, just disagreeing with somebody in a shitty way so they just feel so <laughs> <laughs> so, uncom- so uncomfortable and enraged by my stubbornness that, that eventually they just die could even be of old age. They just, they just, yeah, they just leave, and then several years later, they just by sitting bus. alone in a sitting room. <laughs> They're crossing the street, and they think, "Oh, that guy was a cut," and then they get hit by the bus. I mean, they say the best revenge is living well, so I just guess living my best life. Um, but it just keeps re- a montage of you having a great life, and then it just keeps cutting back to the opponent still like swaying. Keep sending like- them postcards from all the great vacations I'm taking, all the you know supermodels I'm I'm in bed with, you know that kind of thing. Until they're just like, well, my life sucks. No, in the unlikelihood that that'll happen, though, um, just the most painful death possible of just ramming them in the shin repeatedly with a shopping trolley. And, uh, Fatality. Yeah. Ah. That really hurts. If you do that until someone dies, that's brutal, mate. Oh, yeah. I know. That's, that's a long that's a, time. Four hours brutality. in, it's just... It's more like yeah. a brutality on you as well. <laughs> Spiritually, this is really starting to get to me. It's a good question, though. I feel like you got to start asking that on dates and things. <laughs> you know what? You're the one. <laughs> oh, shit. I just I feel like it would have to be somehow OTT-themed. It would be around our worst film, so suddenly their twin sister that looks exactly like them shows up, and they go together to Abu Dhabi, where they're then just eviscerated by Paul McGann with a sword shape like a cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I've, I've got a good uh, OGT theme one for you, Paul. Yeah. You could text your friend at um, the middle of the night one night and suggest they do a podcast with you <laughs> about watching bad movies and finding the good things about them. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I Excellent. did it. Funny, funny and true. Or not. Who knows? Podcast that always finishes him. I'm Paul Salt. I'm your enemy forever. We're into our second week of burly adventuring, and there's nothing that can stop us now. I am Elliot J. O'Neill. I am BT Calloway. Oh my god, it's the dreaded warriors of the Simpsons Index. Oh god, please in- please introduce yourselves and your podcast without eviscerating anyone. <laughs> Again. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I, I'm Elliot J. O'Neill, and I am BT Calloway. And yeah, we are the hosts of The Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. And yeah, we also, uh, BT, you host another podcast of ours? Yep, uh, we've got another podcast called Thrones of Game, where we watch Game of Thrones backwards. So I've seen Game of Thrones beginning <laughs> to end, but Elliot has never seen a single episode until we started watching it backwards. So we Fantastic. are in. We're in our second season, so seventh season of Game of Thrones, and it's a lot of fun. That's yeah. such an right interesting project. <laughs> yeah, we like to podcast about two shows that lost their way somewhere along the way. 
I can't wait till this gets forecast earlier in the show. <laughs> eh. <laughs> oh god, this week they have challenged us to Mortal Kombat, Alex Garland's Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you. An ancient gateway opens that links the earth with another world. But this time, the ultimate evil has been released. Now, the fate of our planet is about to be decided. Last time, they fought for their lives. This time, they're fighting for ours. Excellent. I think you mean Mortal Kombat! Oh god, it's the sequel that everyone was waiting for, and which everyone was psyched to make. Here are a list of the actors who chose not to return from the previous film. Uh, <laughs> Lyndon Ashby as Johnny Cage, Bridget Wilson as Sonya Blade, and most depressingly of all, Christopher Lambert as Raiden. Mm-hmm. God, I really missed him. <laughs> but what a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dexter's dad. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, did it. Dexter's dad. <laughs> that was his theme. He in was. Dexter. <laughs> you should channel your hateful instincts. You need to choose your targets carefully and learn how to disguise your true self. Did it, did it, did it, did it. It's Dexter's dad. And that's my idea for a spin off. You are very fired. <laughs> Dexter pitch guy. Oh god, the movie was directed by John R. Leonetti. His directorial debut. His subsequent works include The Butterfly Effect 2, Annabelle, <laughs> Wish Upon, and what looks to be a quiet place ripoff called The Silence. Ah, oh, he did Wish Those Upon. La- <laughs> yeah, those last two, if they're not straight to Netflix, they look straight to Netflix. Yeah. Just like Roma. (laughs) Far more impressive is his career as a cinematographer, which includes, first of all, Child's Play 3, one where they go to the army. It's a bit weird. Uh, The Mask. Jim Carrey's The Mask. He was the DOP on that. Mortal Kombat 1, which makes sense. Spy Mm. Hard, starring Leslie Nielsen. Joe Dirt, starring no one. Uh, The (laughs) Scorpion King. Piranha 3 Double D. Great. (laughs) Insidious and The Conjuring. So he's got a very broad palette there. Okay. Wow. I will defend Piranha 3 Double D for being bonkers. It's kind of yeah. fun. <laughs> Producer Lawrence Kasanov described the film as three times more ambitious than the first one, which is marvellous. <laughs> Very charming. <laughs> three times. <laughs> we measured That's it. That's so precise. <laughs> we made a chart just so we could show how much off of the chart it is. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> three times as much. Using the measurement of Pepsi Maxes, the most extreme unit of measurement. <laughs> yeah, we've gone from gnarly to tubular. <laughs> That's worth two Pepsi Maxes. <laughs> I hate this new metric system. Um, Max trick system. Ooh. Ah, shit. Fuck yeah. Good stuff. Uh, the, the critics received this film like a bicycle kick up the Liu Kang. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation is the second worst reviewed video game adaptation on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Now... What beat it? Well, Paul, back in our Assassin's Creed episode, yeah. uh, two and a half years ago, I declared that according to Rotten Tomatoes, what film was the worst reviewed of all time? Do you remember? Oh. The wor- worst video game adaptation. Is it an Uwe Ball? Yeah. Is, is it, it has s- to be. There's a space one, isn't there? <laughs> Can I guess? I don't know if there is a space one, but it's not it yeah. anyway. Is it House of the Dead or um, Blood Rain 1, Blood oh. Rain 2, Blood Rain 3? Nope, none of those. Um, 
Alone in the Dark. Yeah, oh, there okay. it is. Oh, nice. <laughs> and do you remember which one is the highest rated video game movie of all time back when we checked it two and a half years ago? Oh, God, no. Surprising. Resident Evil Extinction? Nope. The Tomb Raider? <laughs> nope. Mortal Kombat 1? Yes. One. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, yes, it was Mortal Kombat 1. It had like 57%. Oh. <laughs> I know who our number one fans are. Elliot and BT. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, it has changed a little. We have three films that have subsequently beat Mortal Kombat 1. <gasps> Any guesses on what those might be? Well, Detective Pikachu has to be one of them. Yep, it is. Not- P- Detective Pikachu is now the highest rated video game adaptation mm, movie. Cool. The other two? Um, it's not by much. What else has come out? <laughs> to be honest, one of them, I don't think most people knew it was a video game adaptation. It's like an old arcade game. Godfather? <laughs> Love that arcade game. <laughs> Stop button mashing, you prick. Yeah. Yeah, press X to uh, take the gun, press Y to leave the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, it's uh, Rampage, the Dwayne uh, the Rock yeah. Johnson movie. Oh. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And as mentioned earlier, Tomb Raider 2018 oh. was... Uh, yeah, just about beats um, just a, MK1. Just about. I think that was number, <laughs> out of the 60 films I saw last year, I think that was number 53 yeah. or something. So, <laughs> well done there. Uh, the public weren't any more likely to offer a friendship finishing move to the film. EA Salinas over at Amazon says, Mortal Kombat Annihilation leaves you wanting Annihilation. Specifically wanting this stupid movie to be annihilated. It's good to be specific there. <laughs> I want brutal killing of this person who's annoying me. <laughs> it makes me feel pretty Liu Kang. Bad. No, I'm not a real journalist. <laughs> Peter Travers would have had that. <laughs> he would have in Liu... an instant. I'm raiding my brain no, trying to think of a positive thing to say about Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation, not but it's bad. just not there. Or something. There you go. The movie was so bad, it was Sub-Zero. Oh, oh yes. That is pretty good. <laughs> Self five. I, I wish that it would go over there and stay there. <laughs> Do this all day, guys. Uh, the enthusiast collector on Amazon says, a rubbish sequel. Also, this costed £30. <laughs> How did you spend How? £30 on this? I think they mean the budget for the movie. <laughs> I would believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I did check online. There is indeed... A Blu-ray steelbook of Mortal Kombat Annihilation that you can purchase for a hefty £30. I would laugh more, but I do actually have a limited edition steelbook of Street Fighter, so... (laughs) Why would you go straight to the the steel Blu-ray edition? (laughs) Just to test it. Just want to see. (laughs) Nothing but the best for an enthusiast collector. Mm. Look, you don't want to encounter this, um, you know, (laughs) half-cocked. You've got to get that full definition. Right. Otherwise, otherwise, it looks like the whole thing is really badly assembled and the, trans- and the compositions are really bad. Oh, Christ. Now, the very short cast list has nevertheless yielded a mighty three-man <gasps> in Ray Park. Yes, it has. Oh. This was his very first role. Here is Raptor 3 and Tarkaton 2. Yeah. So great. He was also a fight double for Raiden because that's not actually Dexter's dad doing all those flips. Really? No. What? <laughs> he, he does them in Dexter is the distracting <laughs> thing. Son, you've got to learn how to develop a code. And if you'll excuse me, and then he just flips his way out of the scene. Dexter, you've <laughs> got to control your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Why kill when you can dance? <laughs> <laughs> He was far more memorably in The Phantom Menace as Darth Mark and in <laughs> Ballistic X vs. Sever as the guy who says Vancouver in a weird way. That's great. 
Uh, we also, excitingly, have a five-man who's managed to get away with it until now. What? Yeah. Dennis Kiefer plays Baraka in this with a rubbish Halloween mask on his head. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to work it out last night. He looks like the troll from Troll 2. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, true. A, a little bit of that, <laughs> like, what's the weird little uh, dwarf thing in He-Man Masters of the Universe? There's a bit of that going on. Funnily enough, we're actually covering Masters of the Universe next week, so we'll put we'll <laughs> retrospectively answer that question yeah. then. And he also played Ice Fug in Batman and Robin, where he oh, also had hey. a terrible Halloween-looking mask. <laughs> but what makes him a five-man is that he did stunt work for Wild Wild West, Epic Movie, and The Happy Time Murders. Oh, no. <laughs> His career spanning decades, then. Yes, mm. it really does, because he's also done stunts for Maximum Force, the J- JCVD movie, Ooh. X-Men, Training Day, which has become this podcast fucking mascot somehow. <laughs> Minority Report, Serenity, Deadwood, Four, Iron Man Three, Britney Ooh. Spears Perfume, Inherent Vice. He's <laughs> got a Paul Thomas Anderson film under his belt. Wind River, the original Secret in Their Eyes. Somehow, I guess he went out there. And John Wick. So, in, can wow. I, I feel like yeah. with this kind of guy, where like it's a job, a job is a job. Like we should make if if he becomes a ten man, we should at least just like bump him back down to a five man. Although for Harvey Keitel, a job is a job as well, and I don't think we'd give him any leeway. Are you suggesting that this guy Dennis Kiefer might do stunts in a fucking direct line advert or something? <laughs> I mean, he just he just seems to be indiscriminate about which job he does six stunts for. <laughs> but that includes like high end movies. It's like um. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, one of the best uh, directors yeah. working today. Yeah. All right, mate. Which window am I jumping through? <laughs> no, you're the you're the ice pop that Josh Brolin licks, and then he just turns down the barrel of the camera, and goes wah, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free. Films a shit, mate. Oh Christ! But on the plus side, I have now learned how to spell annihilation. So, Elliot and BT. What's one thing about Mortal Kombat Annihilation that made you want to test your might against the critical wits of a couple of Pauls? Paul Rax and Sect Paul. Oh. <laughs> in, other words, in other words, why are we doing this? Well, look, I mean, I don't need to engage in hyperbole because I think, you know, <laughs> the word I'm about to use to describe this movie, it just describes it very accurately. This is a perfect film. <laughs> I think you mean it's a flawless victory. Uh-huh. It is amazing how wrong it is in every single way. And so beautiful. It's a beautiful (laughs) mess. Um, But like a lot of bad movies, uh, uh, I'm sorry, unlike a lot of bad movies, it's not boring. Yeah, the one reviewer that called it tedious, I'm like, I no, that's not tedious. This is ridiculous and it's fun, but tedious it is not. Relentless might be a better word. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's much better. No, this is an unintentional comedy and i think it is absolutely worth dissection <laughs> well let's do that now let's um <laughs> sharpen your axes Scalpel. let's talk about <laughs> sharpen your medical surgery axes you <laughs> will need the axe for this one nurse um let's what happens in mortal kombat annihilation <laughs> annihilation <laughs> oh and that's the end of mortal kombat annihilation oh brilliant <laughs> <laughs> think, guys <laughs> no you don't what happens in this oh god how do you do a plot rundown of it all right well first off it starts with the greatest theme song of all time <laughs> yeah. which i yelled earlier which i will not yell again <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I make the note, oh shit, I put the first one on by mistake. Oh no, hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then that beautifully rendered 3D graphic uh, spins the letters and then spins it back around. Annihilation. Annihilation kind of comes at you a little bit, lets you know it's intense. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's slightly bigger <laughs> yeah. than Mortal Kombat. <laughs> And then we start, as all good movies do, with like some narration over dub and with some confused monks going, eh, what's going on with the sky? <laughs> yep, because there's people kind of falling out of it. Or yeah. maybe just jumping from slightly left of camera. Yeah. Kind of falling, kind of cartwheeling, kind of somersaulting. <laughs> and, but no matter what, always... <laughs> yeah, that is a big, a big thing we noted on this is just how bad the a lot of the effects are, sound effects are yeah. because not, someone flips it's not it's <laughs> <laughs> yep and I love the way that they're like sweeping like an army would like with guns but they don't have guns so they're like sweeping in their martial arts stances the heroes are mm-hmm. as well it's like staying in stance whilst like going around corners and you know checking your six and it's very very awkward <laughs> I enjoy it quite a bit <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, these are characters that are only used to working on a 2D playing field. You know, bring them out into 3D. <laughs> Breaks the crap out of it. <laughs> That's exactly what it says. It's the way that characters move towards each other in a 2D fighting game, but in three dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got the, the heroes of the first Mortal Kombat film, and they've aged terribly. <laughs> they look completely different. <laughs> and it must be the vortex or something. Yeah, it's the two worlds merging, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's physics there. And they went, oh, God, what a crazy adventure. Good thing we don't ha- we have to wait a whole generation before... Oh, shit. I mean, by modern standards, there's a new generation, like, every couple of years. So maybe there has one. Maybe one did tick over. We ticked from X into Y. Oh, <laughs> so that's man. the same one. Yeah, shit. Somebody comes in with a Nokia, and everyone goes, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck, right. it's the millennials' time to Can- defend Earth now. Can we see Mortal Kombat from, like, Gen Z? Because that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think we really just need to be working to improve conditions in Outworld so that we're not constantly... Oh. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> just sorry. Just imagining, like, a, a tight, like, immigration storyline, but all of the immigrants are, like, Baraka <laughs> from fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Can't you see? He's just misunderstood. <laughs> I will literally murder you if, if you let me in. <laughs> See, it's just misunderstood. Is this left wing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this podcast? Anyway. <laughs> Tarkartan just wants chance to settle in Earthrealm. <laughs> Not all Tarkartans are bad, man. He's at home with his, uh, with his wife that night. What's the matter, honey? <laughs> I just can't take it anymore. Maybe we should just go back. You can't see past the blades. <laughs> the murder, the constant murder. <laughs> It's just my custom. It's our cultural heritage of murder. <laughs> Culture clash, that's what yeah. that is. Darling. I'm going to make this movie. Um, yeah, Shao Kahn shows up. Mm-hmm. He's not as big as he was in the first movie. But in the end credits, he's a little bloke. Mm-hmm. As long as the portal remains open, your world becomes my world. <laughs> my note for him was he's played by Thin Diesel. <laughs> Oh, that's very good. Yeah, who, you know what? I meant to look that guy up to see if he did anything else after this. He's got a very interesting yeah, his, face. And his he's face muscles things. are so huge, it's unsettling. Yeah, right? He's halfway between The Rock, or mm. like a wrestler, and just the guy in accounts who scares everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy in accounts who talks about MMA, MMA all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, it said he said he definitely had a... has a tap-out shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It says here he had a small role in The Terminator. Was he one of the, like, punks at the beginning who gets taken out by Arnie? Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean. 
right? And it is glorious! Oh, very possibly. I mean, I think he yeah. might be the guy that like Arnie gets his clothes from. He was the the body that they projected the film onto in the opening. <laughs> <laughs> the Sundance. Um, oh, That's and, a weird move, but it worked. So the bad guys are here now. It's Shao Kahn. It's all the others. You know, all of them. <laughs> yeah, Sindel, you know Mataro, Rain. Yeah. Ermac, can't, don't forget Ermac. Can't forget Ermac. Oh, I can't forget Ermac. He's such a great character. Ermac. <laughs> yeah, and and look out because Shao Kahn, Shao Kahn has a small amount of rope. Oh, <laughs> shit. We best stand around hom- helplessly as he captures um, Katana and then Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Oh no, and, and Johnny Cage dies because he's well, not Johnny. He's not the real. Because the replacement guy. actor was decided not to be good enough. <laughs> Fuck this. He just <laughs> fuck this guy. He just took one look at Dexter's dad and knew Johnny Cage and went, oh, I've gotta I've gotta step in here. <laughs> I've gotta cut this down yeah. a bit. New Raiden's absolutely rubbish. So and that's, so they run away basically. Mm. He sucks. <laughs> he can't even do lightning, it seems. Yeah, so- Sonya Blade yells, Johnny at a distance of about two feet away from where Johnny is, yeah. which is Quite fun. And Khan's army advances using their best jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> they, they run away. They're into an underground cave and CGI elevators. And, and <laughs> where are we? Sorry, not before declaring. The earth was created in six days. So too shall it be destroyed. And on the seventh day, mankind will rest in peace. <laughs> Putting the unnecessary timer on this film. (laughs) (laughs) Either this movie has just canonized the existence of God in the Mortal Kombat universe and said this actually happened, or Shao Kahn's just been reading the Bible as a sort of history book on Earth. Like, (laughs) I'd better learn about these guys before I go over there. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, you got to research. It's important. (laughs) Six days. Look, mate, you've just marginalized a lot of people. Right. (laughs) Do your, do your research. Read more than one book, yeah? Do you reckon all the monks that were at the temple then believe that? Like, <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not exactly familiar with our own creation myth, but I'm sure we have one. Yeah. And I reject the idea of you demolishing Earth. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. We've got a creation myth that says that the Earth was uh, created over several years. Yeah. So, lifetimes yeah. even. So, Forever after better... L- long and contemplative meditation <laughs> so you better slow your roll sir yeah. but weird if he came in with like the scientific methods like the earth was created over 45 million years <laughs> and so it will be destroyed <laughs> <laughs> anyway they, they've all split up they've got to go find individual characters from the mortal Kombat universe Liu kang and uh katana go off and have a heart to heart i can't remember what they're tasked with do- oh they've got to find Nightwolf. that's it that's their job. Yeah. They go find Nightwolf. And what better way and... to have a heart to heart than in a a, a giant uh, travel ball where you have to stand heart <laughs> to heart? Fuck yeah! I remember genuinely finding those vaguely erotic as a kid. <laughs> Ooh, so spherical and smooth. <laughs> Hold on, I will. Um, at which point they get out and have a heart to heart, and Liu Kang says, "I've lost everything." What? What have you lost? Yeah, yeah. From what I remember of the first film, you have like you're a monk. You have like the clothes you're wearing and you still got those so oh hey remember this scene from the first Mortal Kombat that's better than anything in this movie well here's that <laughs> which one Where they show is it they show um, Shang, Shang Tsung killing his brother yeah. and then I, and then I went oh that was quite good actually yeah I don't remember getting the, uh, that scene did you watch the, the extended line. cut of Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation I hope not I've got a life to live <laughs> 
Yeah. It's got the classic shell song line of, Your soul is mine. Oh, God, mm. that guy was good. And your shoes are mine. <laughs> <laughs> and your butt is mine. <laughs> I own you, basically. That guy was great. Oh, yeah, they get into a fight. And Katana opens up her iconic, sharp, bladed fans and then gently yep. kicks a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. She spends most of the fight like just hitting him with yeah big curvy batons, and then ah, oh, it's revealed yeah. they're actually fans that she doesn't use. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, it's a PG movie, guys. Um, but why is it a PG movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a whole other issue that we can't get into now. Sub Zero Two shows up, yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, makes Smoke so, blow himself up. That's guys, right. I just realised Sub Zero's only in this mo- this scene. Yeah, him and that Scorpion. That generally didn't occur to me. Sub Zero and Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah, one scene. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I can't believe that. Paul, be f- did you, in your extended cut. Did Scorpion and Sub-Zero actually do anything? No, they were just... Well, I mean, they're in that scene, pool, and we all remember that, don't we? Yeah, Scorpion calls everybody um, suckers. Suckers! Yeah, I was about to say, once you've hit the, the dialogue peak of suckers, then uh, where, where else do you go? That's your you iconic line out. game. That's what Paul Thomas Anderson understands about cinema. God almighty, I genuinely... Maybe it's just because I watched this as a kid. That never struck me before, that those two don't die, they just leave the movie. <laughs> Boy, I remember nothing from this film, so I'm just <laughs> just going with whatever you guys are saying. Sub-Zero, yeah, they didn't come back at all. Sub Zero says to Liu Kang, "We must go on without her, also me, because I'm not going to help you." Yeah. <laughs> Even though we are best buds now. Yeah. Uh, his line is something like, Don't forget that. "You'll be stronger if you're together," and then he leaves him alone. It's like, wow, dick, <laughs> dick move. You'll <laughs> be stronger together. Bye. This is a theme that will come up along the course of the discussion. Characters just leaving. I wish there'd been more of a line though. It's like, no, Earth, Earth's mightiest warriors are better when fighting together. Uh, except me, I've got like this thing. My kid's got a recital. Yeah. It's gonna look. It's just trust me. Trust me. My right. kid Ben Zero Sub Zero Junior. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a, It's his first ice bending competition. It'll, look, look, it'll be fine. I'll be back. His first, his first ice fatality. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to miss that. As a I missed it because I was here. Yeah. I've got the bloody misses on the phone. Give me all this. <laughs> Mrs. Wow, Zero. this film got weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say in this scene, though, like, and throughout the movie, in fact, there is a lot of fan service done to their actual like uh, special moves <laughs> that you can pull off in the game. We get Sub-Zero's yeah. down-back kick, the little making a little ice clone of himself. Of course, Scorpion's iconic, get over here! You know, his back forward <laughs> punch. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's just no fan service for Katana's fans. Look out. Anywho, Sonya, Blade, and Raiden have got to go pick up Jax, that character. They're all up to getting <laughs> yeah. a character, and they see the sky over whatever city this is, and Sonya Blade asks, Is it like this everywhere? Like a 90s screensaver. <laughs> I'm afraid so. Yeah, I really wanted Raiden in that moment to go, I have literally seen as much as you have at this point. How, how would I possibly know? I'm not even good in this. Why would you think I knew? <laughs> I'm not even good anymore. Stop asking me questions. I'm not Christopher Lambert. I'm nothing. So... Oh god, they pick up Jax and he says that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He says yeah. that's it's what I'm nice talking thing. about and we get to experience the moment that is rarely depicted in cinema of the awkward few moments after a character has said that. Yeah, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what next? What next friend? <laughs> is it Cyrax shows up? Yeah, is that right? Cyrax. He demonstrates that he has Cy- some excellent mm-hmm. tech that can cause all sorts of explosions near you. <laughs> yep. 
Oh no! Yeah, we see Cyrax's web and um, its fatality modifier where it can melt a person. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yep, his slow-moving acid. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we get his down-back punch uh, with the bomb, but I think he used the uh, throwing at far modifier by pressing forward after that as well. <laughs> oh, that's pretty yep. good. Yeah, it's a good it's guy. To pull off. Sorry, I also br- br- brought this movie today because I am a massive fan of the Mortal Kombat games. Fuck yeah. <laughs> best best mm. beat-em-ups ever. Um, Represent. Luke Kang meets Nightwolf. Oh yeah, Luke Kang meets Nightwolf. The, what, a, what a clash. Yeah, Titans. he's challenged yeah, slightly is. and then gives up immediately. If you are Nightwolf, you know I won Mortal Kombat. Don't get cocky. The tournament had rules. This time anything goes. It was a mistake even coming here. I will do anything to defend Katana. Well, you're not ready. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, fuck you, I'm going home. <laughs> Liu Kang very nearly does forget about Katana um, entirely just for, for Jade. Like the rest of us. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's mm. a minute where he's just like, this is too good to be true. It's like, whoa, okay. Fuck it. That's such a weird bit. Because she shows up, Jade shows up, and she's like, hello, I'm Jade. Dying alone is my worst fear. Wanna bang? <laughs> just like what? Yes, I do. And then, like seven <laughs> minutes in, no, no, I mustn't. <laughs> I've got uh, my heart belongs to another. Just the tip, then. <laughs> Doesn't count. Hey, that's the rule. That's Marilyn Manson's <laughs> rule to courtship. So was this him passing Nightwolf's test as well? Yes, when he uh, his... doesn't, when he doesn't sleep with the beautiful lady, but instead beats the shit out of her, he passes the second test because the first one was getting knocked out by an axe. <laughs> so, it's a pretty tough test, I guess. Wikipedia's plot summary is eager to point out that we never get to find out what the third part of the test was. And well, thinking like... about it, now we don't see Nightwolf again. No, yeah. but also, Jade couldn't have been the second part of the test because she was actually a villain all along. So, <laughs> we were just talking in the movie, like, Nightwolf has to come back, and Luke Hang's gone. He's like, Where the fuck is that guy? I thought, I thought he was going to off- try. All right. That's weird. After Liu Kang and Jade leave, he comes back with like a tire or something and like some <laughs> some things, and he's like, "Okay, yeah. ready for Liu Kang?" Yeah, yeah. He's got a, b- a big tire and like a Jenga set. And he's like, "Ready for the next two to ta- oh, wait, where'd he go?" <laughs> but just before that whole sequence, we get this weird bit with Shao Kahn, like, and his generals. And first of all, he oh, just yeah. walks into a room and hits a table with a hammer to make it glow, <laughs> and it's like, "What? What? Okay." Yeah, and, and then- Sindel looks at that Ooh. like, "Yes." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I really that's, like... Um, that's my guy. One, one of his generals, Rain, walks up and says, I've killed Stryker and Cabal. And he's like, did you make them soft? And he's like, I didn't know that was a thing I was supposed to do. And then he kills him for it. It's like, but he did a good job. What Your management style is terrible. <laughs> Still, Stryker and Cabal. There's a couple of name drops for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we don't say Stryker because he sucks, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, he's just a cop. I mean, um, at me, striker fans. <laughs> Come at us. Yes, we then see uh, Raiden, who's gone to see the Elder Gods, who's a puddle and some fire. And mm-hmm. he's, he's talking to them, and they're like, um, as usual, you only get to ask three questions, because we're like genies, apparently. <laughs> and he asks many more than three questions, incidentally. But during the process, Are it's like... Are you really the head of the quickie mark? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really the Elder Gods? Really? You? <laughs> Does this mean that I'm Christopher Lambert now? <laughs> no. I'm not even going to deign that with a response. <laughs> so Dexter's dad. At some point they say, how much do you love your humans, Dexter's dad? And he's like, a, lo- a lot. And they're like, enough to give up your immortality? Well, in exchange for what? I don't know, just, just do it. Yeah, all right, bloody will, actually. Go on. So he does, on, in exchange what? for nothing. Yeah. He, um, he is made mortal. da 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 Dexter's dad. He trips over a step. 
<laughs> Christopher Lambert would be so. And he shits himself. <laughs> That's being human. Imagine Christopher Lambert <laughs> yeah. <of> just. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, there seemed like a weak justification uh, for not being able to afford Raiden's wig anymore on the movie set. So. <laughs> but that's the other they dumb thing. It. He's like, enough to give up your immortality, and so he gets a haircut, so now he's... But he's not mortal, because he can still do magic and open portals. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah, but his hair... Magic mortal. <laughs> that's the luxury of being a god, is you get that epic hair. Yeah. <laughs> and an... Excellent that's voice, being immortal, like that sad old man at the end. That old white guy at the end who somehow talks like a fucking amazing man. The fate of the universe will be decided as it should be. Immortal combat. That's the real thing of getting a godhood. Ah, oh, so everybody creeps on Jade a bit. It's a bad work environment for her. Yeah. Oh yeah, they meet back. Yeah. At, well, they all get back together and they meet up with Raiden, who's like, "This is not about blame." We're together in this. Each of us must help and support the others, like a family. What's the deal with your arms? Okay, everyone, this isn't about blame. We're all going to share... What's wrong with your arms? Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention this, but Jax has robot arms. That's mm. his character arc, is learning mm-hmm. how to beat people to death with his bare hands instead of relying on machinery. Uh, he's also His superpower as well is also being the one person who's like asking the most reasonable questions in this universe. <laughs> the human being, yeah. Yeah, because Sonya's got a great line where she's like, I don't know why Johnny had to die, and he's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is any of this? Uh, Sindel shows up, and Jack says, bad hair day, uh, before she does anything <laughs> with her hair. So he's just insulting her hair. Yeah. <laughs> What? Ow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're mean. I hate you guys. Oh. Do they fight? Yeah. <laughs> Is this the they, end? They... <laughs> I, I'll, I'm literally just going through the gags I have now. Nothing else is plot. They just fight different people for a while. Baraka attacks and... Holy shit, does he look bad? Ooh, a fight scene involving Shiva. Oh, never mind, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they drop a cage on her. Yeah, God, that was so pointless. Um, Sindel wakes up of having they having knocked her out, and she's like, um, haha, I'm still evil. And Jade is like, ah, I am too. Oh, and that that was right because there was a big fight scene between. Ah, oh, fuck, it's escaping me right now. But then they cut back, and then yeah, Sindel's already knocked out. And it's like, it's cool, we took care of it. Yeah, Jade's like, I knocked her out. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't need yeah. to see it. <laughs> I wonder, don't worry, I thought... guys. You don't have to see this. <laughs> we defeated this god. <laughs> Me, Sonya Blade. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck it. It turns out that the um the reason that they can pass between realms is because they've been getting temporary tattoos. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, Jade. Also t- t- sorry. Nah, I'm all, I abandoned that joke halfway oh, through. Sorry. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things, speaking of things that are abandoned prematurely, Jade is killed by Shao Kahn for no reason. Yep. Yeah. Again, bad management. <laughs> like she fa- oh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say that he'd have so many more people on his side at the end if he hadn't killed yeah. half of his own men. Do you know what? If, if if this film would have come out in 2019, I'd have been watching all of this going, come on, this is such a cheap dig at Trump. For God's sake, they could have done something better, couldn't they? How obvious. Yeah, yeah. he gets thrown into a pit of fire. He, he's been fired. Yeah, uh-huh. Firing all his stuff. And also Trump has that pit of fire that he throws AIDS into. Um, so this is the one like big gaping plot hole in the movie as well, isn't it? Man, I didn't know if I was going to bring this up later, but yeah, the whole, you know, they set uh, Shiva and Jade set up this trap and then leave. So they got the, the heroes caught unawares with no idea that Jade is the villain, but then they reveal it and then they they walk away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you guys. That's how traps work. <laughs> and then later on they're all like, uh, what was it? 
We couldn't take them ourselves. Like, so why did you tell them you were the... What? Ah. Sneak away. Jane could continue being a sleeper agent. It's just... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. She just couldn't take the constant harassment anymore. <laughs> Fuck yeah, these people. There was a bit earlier where Sonya's like, you lost Katana and got her. And it's like, wow, Sonya, that's way, way, way to be a bitch. Yeah, with the bitch. You don't know, Do you know what? Fuck you this guys. This person could have skills. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah. I know that you think yourselves pretty progressive because you've got a black guy and an Asian guy and not, but you always comment on it and there's always like little jokes and such and it goes too far. Mm-hmm. Outworld is actually, you know, they've got a guy who's like a half centaur kind of chap. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even like the biggest thing about him. He's really good at tapas. <laughs> Such a good spread. <laughs> Something for everyone, literally everyone. <laughs> so fuck you guys. I'm going to Outworld. A lot of things with hay, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to mention it. It's not very PC. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is really nice. Oh, oh uh, hello. This is really nice. Is that is that okay? I'm sorry. But there's time for the ultimate showdown, and um. Everyone's going to fight their most personal nemesis. Raiden is going to f- uh, briefly fight um, Shao Kahn and die. So Liu Kang's going to fight. <laughs> He's going to avenge Raiden mm-hmm. because that's his motivation now. What's her name? Katana's going to fight her mum. That's great. Um, I guess Jax is going to fight the guy who's like a centaur because it's the two big people. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Sonya Blade is going to get revenge against Jay. Oh, no, she's already dead. <laughs> Oh, wh- yeah. whoever then, whoever's left. Uh, or as she puts it, I'll take the rest. Yeah, leftovers <laughs> are fine by me. <laughs> which turns out to be Ermac. And the one, uh, like, because I, I actually do appreciate a lot of the fan service this movie does, but yeah, they fucked up with Ermac. He he usually talks in the fourth person. Yeah, uh, like Like Venom, it's all like, uh, we will destroy you, yeah, because uh, Ermac is a, um, a, a amalgam of a million souls or something, yeah. Yeah. Mortal Kombat facts. <laughs> yeah, there's one bit though where um Toro, I think, manages to pull off one of Jax's arms and like holds it up and it's like, Ray and Shao Kahn looks over and it's like, Nice one. He's like, Well done, buddy. Oh wow. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that guy. And his tapas. Well, the gods come up and um the gods finally come down after most of the enemies are defeated and say after they both transition into awful 90s CGI mm-hmm. and then back again a few moments later yeah the elder gods show up both of them and they say um this will be resolved in mortal cover early Kang's down <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's gone but he gets a second wind and uh yeah they defeat the bad guys earth gets all of its stock footage back <laughs> and um and Jack says something like god that was the worst week ever that was a week yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah what we work out the timeline Two days, maybe? It's hard to tell. Unless Liu Kang just spent a long time wandering the desert looking for Nightwolf. Yeah. It's a big desert. I mean, they did at one stage walk from, like, America to Jordan, so... And how long were Sonya and Melina fighting in the mud? Um... <laughs> days, literally days. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were, there were two days where a big crowd of men showed up and just started throwing dollar bills at them. Like, outworld yeah, dollar like, bills. And... Hey, we're, we're making money, you may as well keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, f- that fed them and put clothes on their backs. <laughs> put food on their backs well, and clothes in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Um, how did it hold up for you guys re-watching it? Oh, what a delight. <laughs> like, Jesus. this is just a 
big old hungry Jack's burger. I know it's terrible for me, but and <laughs> objectively, I know it's bad food. And yeah, but I I love it. <laughs> yeah, it comes like a Happy Meal toy, and you just I think just from the very beginning, it lets you know how awful it's going to be when Shao Kahn, the big imposing villain, has this kind of trembly voice. He's like. I'm going to destroy you in six days. You're like, what? what is this? <laughs> it is glorious. <laughs> and yeah, Shao Kahn, this big imposing figure in the games that like in game in Mortal Kombat is probably like eight foot tall and, you know, six foot wide. Yeah. In the game is as big as Liu Kang, maybe smaller. And he trembles before his father as well. Like, oh. <laughs> How did Raiden sound when you killed him? Uh, about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he so, went, he went, oh, oh. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, I'm being I killed and I don't want to be killed. Ah. <laughs> oh, I'm Raiden. Uh, I'm Raiden. I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> Paul, what did you think of Mortal Kombat and Annihilation? Oh, I just, I just never want to watch it again. <laughs> Hated every moment of it. Oh, no. It doesn't even. It, it was, it was, it was not so bad. It's good for me, I'm afraid. It, um, it was one of those films. I can't remember which. There was a film we've talked about in the last ten, fifteen weeks. Sharknado the, three. <laughs> oh, it could have been where it was just so impenetrably dull. That it defied my concentration. I, I just, my brain just refused to pay attention to what was happening. So my brain just shut down and I started thinking about food and life. <laughs> and and I'd, I'd occasionally be brought back in by, you know, the constant Goa Trance soundtrack or. Fuck yeah, the like, soundtrack yeah, is so weird. It's very. I'm a big like fan a of the soundtrack. Castle. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It's just it's bonkers and silly and over the top, and it, it mm. works. And or you know, there's the occasional kick where I'd go, "Oh, they didn't cut immediately." Yeah, yeah. Um, on impact mm. there. Oh, that was that looked quite good. Um, but I spent, I, I really, really spent most of it just <laughs> thinking about how much I loved the, the Mega Drive game when I was a kid. <laughs> this is just nothing to do with it. It's like it's like Alone in the Dark, basically. Just nothing to do with it. Well, I'll say my part, which is that. Yeah. I think for me, Mortal Kombat, the appeal of it has always been about three things beyond the gameplay, obviously. Um, a cool aesthetic, which I would describe as like gothic eastern pointy. <laughs> it's kind of what they've got going on. It's like this weird, very unique thing that they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Pointy. Like a sort of Germanic Asian thing that's kind of going on. But they've got that, they've got interesting characters, and they've got brutal fights. That's mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Now, the cool aesthetic is here in its production design, but it does look quite cheap, which is occasionally quite humorous when the special <laughs> effects... Quite shit. <laughs> it is quite humorous when there's like a composite effect that's just so <laughs> bad. It's quite funny. Golly. It's like... <laughs> Golly, Paul. At times, the castle looked like they were rendered in mist. <laughs> It, you yes, mean, do you mean the video right game mist? <laughs> <laughs> the interesting characters are here in kind of appearance only, yeah. but um, sometimes they're quite endearing, specifically Jax. I quite liked Jax as a human being in this one. Again, for just his everyman quality of just, what is this? <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> um, and yes, the brutal fights are somewhat spoiled by the lack of violence mm-hmm. and some very poor 90s editing. But mm. yeah, every so often you get a good backflip. Or a high yeah. kick, or a good exchanger. There was one where who is it? Who's fighting? I think it's Sub Zero and Scorpion. Where they like they both end up in the air, and whilst doing backflips, yeah. one of them manages to like put the other underneath you him. Stand yeah. on him like mm. a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That looked like it was done. Like these two guys just did that. <laughs> those guys are clearly good fighters. Actually, their yeah. their brief standoff yeah. had some actual 
proper fight choreography in there. Yeah. yeah. And it was very, and it, it was, was actually quite pleasing. And any time that Raiden did something cool, it was like, oh, there's Ray Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say, yeah, stuff. I think a lot of the fight choreograph- uh, choreography, choreography, a lot of the fight scenes... Choreography. <laughs> calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's when you're right drawing stick men in your notebook fighting. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of it was quite good. You know, they, um, I th- there was a lot of talent clearly there doing the fight scenes. I think the editing mm. is actually what really lets them down and makes them look hilariously yes. bad. Disagree. Because... <laughs> yeah. uh, I know part of this re- movie reason the movie sucks so much is because it was rushed out, so they didn't. Uh, the, right. And because they had to get so many new actors, none of whom had martial arts training outside of Liu Kang, uh, mm. they didn't have time to train them properly. And so I think a lot of the editing is trying to cut around the fact that these kicks aren't physically landing; they look terrible. Mm. That's so I say the editing editor was doing the best they could <laughs> with the garbage they had. Do you know well, what? Usually... So many of these fucking 90s video game adaptations were just totally hamstrung by the studios because, I mean, if you mm. listen to our Street Fighter episode, there's just, it's a tale of woe. It's a tale of compromise <laughs> and good intentions and getting fucked over by people wanting to make a quick buck. Mm. And that di- yeah, that's exactly the same problem that you've explained, which is that there was no time to choreograph anything and no yeah. one was trained properly. And the thing is, what usually happens with these kinds of films is when you get a martial arts movie, Everyone who's in, in the movie is not an actor because they're a trained martial artist and the acting is usually pretty dodgy. Mm. But then as soon as a fight start happening, it's awesome because, it's worth it. because these people know how to fight. And in this, we had the worst of both worlds. The people weren't very good actors <laughs> and they weren't trained fighters. So there was just no point to having them. What, what, <laughs> what they looked hot, that? Paul. They looked hot enough for, for Jax to constantly remark on it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sonya and Sindel, there's some fucking acting chops there, isn't there? Yeah. You're alive. Too bad you will die. What is that supposed to mean? I've got to say with Sonya, I really did miss um, Bridget Wilson from the first one and her powerful, palpable fuck-off vibes that she's able to give out, possibly as a result of working with Adam Sandler that same year. (laughs) She sort of hardened those skills. But I just remember as a kid watching her and being like, oh, she's tough. Like, I feel like my eyes are mm-hmm. bleeding just from looking at her. She's so hard-edged. Yep. Oh, oh, you can cut a sandwich with that jaw. Like, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> just by looking at it, she can chop it in twain. Those eyebrows. I, I remember as a kid playing the Mega Drive game, I loved reading the character bios because they had you could just go through all the characters yeah. and just read their their stories. And they were dark. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, there, there was a whole mythos there of, of, of you know, this... Mm endless mortal combat that goes on from generation to generation the discovery there of just reading through all the characters could, did you unlock the story when you completed the game with them or something or that's no you complete the um, game and it tells you, you their know story mm. well that's yes it. that's it you'd get a series of frame frames it was tekken that had fully yeah. rendered um, yeah 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 videos but yeah. Th- you just get a couple yeah. of screens of but text. it was thrilling just reading yeah. that because it was it's, there was a story behind the game and uh, you know then yeah, then yeah. you know you also had a blood blood code that you could put in which my dad's yep. mate bought us the game for Christmas and he wrote the blood code <laughs> on a bit of paper and put it in the in the uh, box with it. So, you know, I was whatever age I was. Nice. Just, awesome. Just drinking in that gore and the, the, the story <laughs> along with it. And, yeah. you know, in this film, from the very first minute, we're just zipping through CGI tunnels in some underground container. We're in the hive, whatever it's called. <laughs> what, from Resident, Resident Evil, Evil right. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it just doesn't feel like Mortal Kombat, really. 
<laughs> no, I don't know where they pulled the velospheres uh, from. Like, that is new. <laughs> Drug-induced fever dream. They're like, oh, we need to get them to various parts of the world. Well, teleport, like, teleportation exists. Nah, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, we can sell this okay. as a toy, maybe? <laughs> God. <laughs> You know, saw this thing on American Gladiators. <laughs> That's the future. That's how we're going to get around in the, in the future. <laughs> By underground bowl. <laughs> it was fucking Clive Sinclair's least successful invention yet. Uh, and my last note is um, just when Katana's all like, I'll never forget this moment, Lou. And it's like, Really? You never forget that moment Liu Kang saved the world in six days by going to another dimension and beating up a dragon. <laughs> You're never going to forget that. Wow. You, you sentimental fool. <laughs> I've got a lot of catching up to do with my diary. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, a funny thing happened to me today. <laughs> Met this boy, do, he said to a dragon. Do, 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 do. All right, let's um, let's quickfire things that we like about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> quickfire. The famous "Too bad you will die." Oh, I was God. obviously waiting for, but it <laughs> is. I didn't appreciate because it often gets cut off when it's used um, out of context. Immediately afterward, it cuts back to Katana, who kind of goes, "Mum," she, she pulls like that face. You're always talking like that. Stop it! You're embarrassing me. My God, my friends are here. <laughs> talk, talk normal. I enjoy the bat flipping extras, and you know the the, the moving from one se- from scene to scene, cartwheeling or somersaulting, and, and so on and so forth. There's effort there. You can appreciate effort where effort's made. Oh, <laughs> uh, when um the dragon, I think he, he, he eats Jade at the end and then burps. Fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. Classic. <laughs> what were those things? Because two of them show up. One for them to fight yeah. with Jax. It's like, oh, we can't have Jax punch Je- um, Melina, who was just mm. there. We didn't mention Melina. Um, yeah. We can't have him punch Melina, so a dragon shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem pretty <laughs> powerful. So might just, you know, have them do all the work. <laughs> and the dragons are their keys for teleporting between realms? Mm. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, other than Baraka, pretty much all these costumes are pretty good. Like, uh, they sure, they clearly bend when they shouldn't sometimes. But, uh, you know, Mataro looks pretty good. And yeah. uh, Shiva as well. But they all reasonably, especially considering how bad some of this movie looks, costumes are pretty damn good. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> Except, although, Sonya Blade, I can't remember her costume from, I think in Mortal Kombat 3, she's in like a weird green tracksuit. But yeah. um, in this, she seems to have nicked her costume from uh, Laura Dern out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> it was the 90s, like, go-go action woman, kind of. You know, If you're okay. a woman in a vaguely action-based movie, it was uh, shorts and a white tank top. <laughs> Cargo yeah, pants. No bra. Cargo no bra. shorts. No bra. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my favourite moment of fan service was the Raiden noise, because Raiden's noises are like my favourite part of the original games. I still <laughs> fucking love them, and there's a bit where he goes to kick Shao Kahn right at the beginning, and we do hear... <laughs> Which is such a weird martial arts noise. All of his noises were so con- contrived. One of them was something about sausages, it sounded like. sausages! <laughs> you brother sausage girls! <laughs> so that was fun. I love Raiden noises. I don't think Christopher Lambert's Raiden made any, so. I like the idea that that's just how they speak in this universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good morning, how are you? <laughs> I've got the. I've, what I've written here is Young Sub Zero is a fast kicker. Best fight of the film, open parenthesis, but not good, close parenthesis. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey that comment went on. <laughs> Um, I have another note when Mo- 
Mataro were just before the Jacks fight. He did some pretty cool jumping around in the buildings. Again, Mataro did look really good and mm. surprising mm. for a movie that looks this bad for the centaur to look pretty good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, my note here was centaur parkour, and I want to say more of that. <laughs> centaur parkour, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah, excellent. God, let's make a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, uh, I'm going to say Scorpion's Harpoon. It, the first one, it's this kind of organic snake thing, but then this is like oh, a yeah. twin-headed skeletal dragon thing. Oh, yeah. mm. It's like It doesn't make it much of an appearance, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> it's dope. Uh, some pretty good filming locations, including Petra in Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really okay. beautiful site. Must have a natural wonder. Not natural <laughs> wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, it just, and it just scuffed it a bit. Yeah, you don't know it's a legitimate threat until they mess up an iconic location. (laughs) If you learned anything from Independence Day, it's that. (laughs) That's true. They've taken the Eiffel Tower. Uh. Ah, it's an eyesore, really. (laughs) (laughs) You get planning permission for it or anything. Liu Kang, Robin Cho can clearly do spins and flips, so stop cutting. Um, Because he's he's a good fighter, you can tell. He knows what he's Mm. doing. Mm. Yeah, he was the one that's who knew a how to fight. Him. Yeah. No, I like I, I like Liu Kang. He's got a nice face, and uh, <laughs> he's he's got an unassuming hero ass, like element to him. Like he could kick your ass, but you know you could probably also go out and have a beer with him. Yeah, both of those things. He'd that's have why a beer. I look for him, mate. Yeah. He'd have a beer <laughs> and smoke a cigarette and slap you on the ass, uh, <laughs> and you went to the bathrooms. I'm so imagining fucking that Liu Kang with like a big cigar, actually like a big cheese. Go on, sweet. Go on, sweet. Oh, get us another one. See? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, starting to run out here. Um, Already, man? Come on. <laughs> Pajamas that the ninjas were wearing throughout the movie looked very comfortable. I don't know about practicality for fighting. Like, you could imagine all that, like, you know, loose baggy clothing that might get in the way at points, but goddamn, like, yeah. They look comfortable. Sleep well tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Done a lot of flips. Yeah. (laughs) Always in bed, though, tossing and turning. Flipping and turning. Yeah. (laughs) Green screen flipping and turning. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, a lot of characters, a lot of fan service, a lot of, like, little bits of lore adaptation, I thought, worked Mm. pretty well all around. Um yeah, I kind of already mentioned it, so I'll double it down by also mentioning something we've already mentioned, a theme song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, they it's led with so their best fun. foot forward, yelling yeah. Mortal Kombat. Forgot they only had one foot. Fell into a ravine. Mataro, he has quite an entertaining line that I like when he's bickering with Shiva. And... She says something like, you ought to be behind bars. And he said, if those bars would separate me from you, I would welcome them. <laughs> yeah. And the room's like, oh, oh burn. <laughs> oh, shit, says Ermac. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like this. It's um, They were running away. And um, I think Jax and Sonya have some of their very, you know, overwrought dialogue. And then as they're running away from the sight of just warriors dropping from the sky, Jax just says something like, we better all they don't even use parachutes. <laughs> and then they just keep running, and it just, it was such an odd little piece of just idle chit chat. Yeah. That it really took me by surprise, and I just enjoyed, again, Jax just being the guy yeah. in this. What is this? <laughs> They've been using parachutes. Oh, sorry, one last good thing. There's actually some interesting choreography. Sorry, cinematography. When Khan is collecting all of his armies just outside of the castle. Mm-hmm. At the very end of the movie when Liu Kang has to sneak in. Yeah, there's some good 
looking stuff there. There's sort of torches and it's dimly lit and there's a whole bunch of bad guys. Yeah, it was good. Hmm. What good happened one? to all those bad guys though? Now that ah, I think about it, scurvy. All the leftover ninjas. <laughs> yeah, they just scurvy. <laughs> Did you see a bit of a single piece of fruit in Outworld? <laughs> None of them ate anything. It's the thing they starved to death. It's been six days. <laughs> Jane, typical poor management. He kills people who fail him. He doesn't provide lunch. I mean, so Khan individually got round to p- getting pissed off by each of them and killing them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of really good looking moments. Um, when Cyrax blows the bloody doors off in that room, it, look, it looks okay. And then he slides across the bed to kick Jacks, and it's actually a complete shot. <laughs> yeah, which is good. Um, there's one bit where Sonya's kicked across the mud. I can't remember who by. And she like wumps the ground and slides a pretty good distance. It's whoever she was mud wrestling with. Melina. Just the way she landed and just kept sliding was very good. And I just really like when, you know, when the gods are in and they're saying, well, the fate of the universe shall be decided the way it has always been in. And then before we can say it, just he's drowned out by the, the song guy going, Monokabe! <laughs> I just love the thought of, oh, not him again. I never get to say it. <laughs> it's my favorite words. <laughs> yeah, just uh, repeating... Uh, yeah, my comments about the fan service, like, yeah, this movie is, yeah, a, a flimsy at best uh, excuse to get a bunch of these fights happening, because I think the one complaint with the first Mortal Kombat movie is that, yeah, it was a relatively small cast and we didn't actually get to see much of the lore, but sort of much like the problem with the Mortal Kombat games is that the character roster got so bloated that it, it, it stopped being fun, so it's like a, a double-edged uh, fan in that way. Um uh, so, uh, did but- you ever play Mortal Kombat Armageddon, which had like thirty fucking people? Yeah, in it? Uh, no more. Than- oh, oh, it was like seventy or eighty or something. Yeah, it was. The the character select scene was madness. Yeah, yeah. Armageddon had so many characters that they couldn't uh, do individual fatalities anymore. So they introduced a creator fal- fatality system, which w- was not garbage. As good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, having said that, yeah, I think. They did sneak in a lot of, yeah, the character special moves, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, haven't mentioned, yeah, Motaro's tail whip and Sindel's hair whip was really mm-hmm. nice. And, yeah, there was even, like, a suggestion of Noob Saibot in this where they had, like, the shadow ninjas that were invisible yes. at times. I did um, think of Noob. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think it was a suggestion, even though at, at Noob Cybot, even though they didn't ex- uh, say it explicitly. But yeah, cool, good yep. stuff. Hang on, let me see what's at the bottom of this barrel. Um, <laughs> I think having uh, now that we have gone to the end of this, I think having Scorpion and Sub Zero leave the movie was the best thing because they got to have the good, the, the best scene of the movie, and then they got to go away and be untouched by the rest of it. That's um, true. <laughs> and I think it's just a good message to screenwriters everywhere that if you're going to have your main villain actually be the minion of a bigger villain, don't then have that bigger villain turn into a Rubik's Cube and vanish for no reason, because that's very <laughs> anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, having the sort of dark fighter type is a bit... Yeah, it's like having, you know... The dark emperor type. Yeah, though. it's like uh, finding out Darth Vader's actually second fiddle to the emperor, and then the emperor just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's God. actually something I forgot to mention, and yeah, this definitely doesn't tie into Mortal Kombat video game lore, is that, yeah, apparently, yeah, Shao Kahn and Raiden are brothers, dun-dun-dun, <gasps> and <laughs> yeah, and Wind Elder God, their dad, is Shinnok. Yeah, mm. which is weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I did have one oh, more yeah. thing. Uh, there's an important mm. message about believing in yourself so you can punch a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> Very important message. All right, well, did we get anything from the OGT? Jeez. 
OGT. We did actually. Yes. Oh, cool. Oh, don't fuck it. Don't fuck around here. Okay. It's still for time while loading Twitter when I could have done that <laughs> even a minute ago, even like <laughs> half a minute ago. <laughs> even when you felt like it yeah, might be heading in that just, direction. I'm thinking, was I? Hey. Okay, we've got two, and they're both baby bearders. <laughs> they're both Australian, so change your game, rest of the world. You know, <laughs> it's not like we did this one two hours before recording, or even on the hour of recording. We did this two days ago. It's ages. We've got Christopher Bond. Uh, he says, "I remember it less, so that's a good thing." <laughs> remember less than what? <laughs> it's just his whole life up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing I remember least. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Few <laughs> and uh, Sean Flurl, also the baby bearders. God, we're Riddled so niche them. that only one of the podcast likes us. <laughs> when it's a they're a podcasts podcast, you yeah, don't it's podcast, yeah. don't pronounce that plural. Sean says it paved the way for the new Mortal Kombat, which is being filmed here in Adelaide, so it may have indirectly given me some acting work. <laughs> I really hope Sean's now, in Mortal Kombat. What character is Sean Flurl <laughs> going to be playing? Oh goodness! Hello? Oh. I'm a reptile. Are they, they going to create a brand new one for Sean? <laughs> Sean has entered the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and can he backflip? Oh. And that's a question for you, Sean. And what sound does it make when he does? <laughs> <laughs> but with a bit more of a South Australian edge to it. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> 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 myself straight in that. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Kano's an Australian character. Oh yeah, oh, yeah there you oh, go. Okay. There's already one in there. Did you do shrimp on the Barbie? Yeah, it'll be like the original, <laughs> but with a few more sausage sizzles in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Sean just needs to develop a laser eye technique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can work on that. Practice. Yeah, come on. Actually, you've had all this time to think about it. Like, I eventually got Twitter open. You could get a laser eye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, that theme song is goddamn dope. He, he finishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations on the, the potential future work. And thank you, yeah. Sean and Christopher Bond, for those, Excellent. those apt and relevant responses. Thank you, as always, OGT. Baby Bit Media. With that in mind, let's briefly talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. So, for my one better thing, I'm just actually going to recommend particularly and specifically the last three Mortal Kombat games, which I really feel like have been something very special, and that's Mortal Kombat, sometimes just called that, but Mortal Kombat 2011, Mortal Kombat X, or 10, and Mortal Kombat 11, which just came out this year, and all three of which I think are doing some really good stuff. The story modes have been fantastic. I'm really fond of the Never Realms approach to story modes, which is that you play as a character for um, a couple of fights and then you move on to a different perspective. Mm. I think it's really interesting and it forces you to get familiar with fighters you wouldn't normally play as. Um, the story's actually really good. The characters are really well developed and there's some surprisingly sophisticated stuff being tackled. Stuff like grief and identity and destiny and other wow. things like that. And family in particular. A lot of family work in this, in particular in Mortal Kombat X, where cuts forward about 20 years and you get to meet a lot of the kids of the Mortal Kombat characters. And that's a lot of fun. It turns out, you know, um, Sonya Blade and uh, Johnny... I went to say Vegas. 
<laughs> Sonia Blade and Johnny yeah. Vegas's kid. <laughs> What's his name? Johnny Cage. Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage and um yeah, Cassidy Cage is her name and she's the best. She's really funny. She's because she's got oh, like cool. her mum's seriousness but her dad's silly glasses stuff going on so she's awesome sorry also a millennial edge as well where yeah she'll give you a fatality but then take a selfie with you yeah yeah (laughs) and jackie briggs is great as well who's jack's Mm. jack's kids (laughs) called her jackie because he sucks (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah anyway sorry i'm rambling but they're really good games and uh they're still just as violent and horrible as they were when you were a kid yes if not more so Mm. (laughs) so check them out so uh goodman did you have one better thing yeah i thought of a a film that better communicates the age-old story of of good versus evil of uh innocence in an unknown world um fighting out seemingly endless uh (laughs) yes but also yeah definitely my first choice but um because i knew that (laughs) You were going to say that. I've also thought of Warrior. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Why not? Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Gavin O'Connor directed, starring Joel Edgerton, Tom Hardy, Nick Nolte, um, and the Hydra guy from, from Captain America. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, Joel Edgerton is a physics teacher or a math teacher um, who is earning money on the side in um, sort of amateur UFC. And he ends up in a like an international MMA tournament in in the states, um, and brings his dad into no doesn't bring his dad in. Um, his brother is Tom Hardy, <laughs> who brings his dad in um, to help him train tag, for the same thing. Tag me out, son. <laughs> Says fucking Nick Nolte. The screen. I didn't know if you were doing Tom Hardy or Nick Nolte there. That's just the <laughs> the, the, the brilliance of having those two people in the same scene <laughs> any one time. <laughs> Who's saying what? I don't know. Who wants what? I don't know. The way that the camera moved in this scene to suggest that either Tom Hardy or Nick Nolte had the upper hand in this scene. I really don't know. <laughs> says the Ocean, Royal Ocean Film Society. And, but, um, yeah, you know, it's it's this sort of innocence, clean-cut wholesomeness of Joel Edgerton's character going into this mm. very scary world full of Kurt Angle and some other people. And um, <laughs> Can't deal with it. Like... I mean, the, the the peril is there, the, the the tension and fear is there, and none of that was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, so and I think it was meant to be. I think it was meant to be, but it kept cutting to Nick Nolte and Tom Hardy gr- grumbling so much that they they choked on their own oxygen and puked over each other. And that makes Mortal Kombat Annihilation a very bad film, so watch Warrior instead. <laughs> All right, uh, first up is going to be the Bruce Lee classic Enter the Dragon. It's also about Fuck a yeah. martial arts tournament. I'm pretty sure also takes place on an island. So, you yeah, know, yeah. Oh, like this, but with, a- with people who can actually fight. So, Fuck yeah. yeah. Nice. And it I'm pretty sure jo- that's also... I was just going to say, I'm not sure John Saxon could fight, but fuck me, could it look like he could? <laughs> I think he could. He's doing those awesome kicks, right, on the golf course. I fucking love John Saxon. He doesn't know how to play golf, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a double but him kicking yeah. people directly in the face was just yeah, pure sex trying to kick golf balls doesn't really work um, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Enter the yeah. Dragon is the movie where uh, Bruce Lee kicks Jackie Chan through a wall because he's playing as an extra I think it might be that one I can't remember <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure yeah that's the one where he was an extra yeah yeah uh, and my other recommendation is going to be a YouTube series called What Happened by YouTuber Matt, Matt McMuscles who does basically uh, deep dives on mostly video games, but he started to move into movies, and he does an episode on Mortal Kombat Annihilation talking about the pre-production and basically yeah. what went what went so wrong. So, uh, yeah, that's hmm. worth checking out. I've been binging a bit of that. That sounds great. 
All right. Um. Yeah. Of course, the first Mortal Kombat movie, like, it's <laughs> not this bad cinema thing. Like, I mean, it is, but it's a, it's just much better put together than this movie. Mm. Like. I think you could actually legitimately enjoy the first Mortal Kombat movie rather than super ironically like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But, like, <laughs> I th- from, you know, an early age, I just, you know, loved all these movies that was all about, um, you know, these teams and everybody's got their own colours that they wear and they, t- like, you know, so Mortal Kombat with the palette-swapped ninjas. So I was always yeah. going to like that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know I loved the Power Rangers as well growing up. Um, so, a little while ago, I watched the five-part Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, the saga of the Green Ranger, how he goes from evil to one of the team. I think that uh, oh, yeah. I think I sh- that could have genuinely been the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers sequel, but, of course, Krispy <laughs> Kreme Power Rangers didn't make enough money. Um, <laughs> yeah, that the new Mo- Power Rangers movie, that is hot garbage. That is not even a fun, yeah. bad watch. Yeah, I will say though that in, with regards to the first Mortal Kombat movie, I mean it, it. It is the best reviewed video game adaptation as of 2016. So, it's yeah, mm-hmm. it is quite yeah, it is quite genuinely a pretty okay film. It's quite fun to watch from what I remember. Yeah, and honestly, much like this one, you can just get a group of people together and mm. just like half watch it and <laughs> laugh at um its horribleness. And I'm gonna say yeah, for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, the '96 one, yeah. That totally falls into that ca- category, but you know, if we're talking, you know, team ups and all this sort of stuff, and '90s, I think you can go no further than the original Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles Great. movie. That thing is fucking brilliant. I have so much love for that movie. I have no love for the Secret of the Ooze or the <laughs> whatever the Turtles in Time follow up was, even though it has vanilla ice in it. <laughs> <laughs> and. And uh, D- and Kevin Nash as uh, Super Shredder as well. That was an interesting cameo. <laughs> yeah, and I had one more colourful team up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been watching the uh, Voltron, the later series on Netflix, and I quite like Excellent. that too. The one better thing. Okay, well, guys, why don't you tell all the listeners at home, assuming they are at home, they should be, you shouldn't listen to this in public, it's far too horny. <laughs> How can everyone find out about uh, all of your podcasts? All right. Um, yeah, yeah. So I host the Simpsons Index. It's a yeah podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. But our twist is that each episode mm. comes from a different decade. We like to use this format to sort of show what's uh, to really get into what's changed about The Simpsons over the years, for worse and for better, <laughs> mostly for worse. Um, uh, and yeah, we have a spreadsheet available of our results uh, at, available at thesimpsonsindex.com. And in, yeah, a few weeks, we should have the episode with the Pauls out and, uh, yeah. Which, yeah, we're 33% of the way through <laughs> reviewing. And we did the fucking episode with Michael Serra in it, which sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. It's promising Fuck to be yeah. three times hornier than this as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and BT. Yeah, and also Thrones of Game, like we said. Uh, watching Game <clears> of Thrones backwards, good fun. I guess it's a very unique perspective. While every other Game of Thrones podcast has run out of material when the show ended, ours only just begun. So <laughs> give that a shot. Uh, you can find us through the social medias. Uh, what are we on? Twitter? Um, oh, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Simpsons Index. Yeah. Yeah, and is it, isn't Instagram just Simpsons Index? Yeah, yeah. And that's our things. <laughs> Paul, what about our things? You can find all our things on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at OGT Pod. Dick pics only. 
Uh, you can send us an email at gmail, ogtpod at gmail.com. You can find us on the A Lot of Green Network with us and some other very, very good Australian podcasts. Not quite as Australian as us, though. Especially not today. Uh, that's a lot of green dot com dot ow. And um, what else do we do? See it, isn't it? Do you do anything? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. rubbish, really. Cool. <laughs> I just thought of one more thing we can plug. Um, we made a web series a couple of years ago called Dave Plus One. Um, it's a cute little romantic <laughs> comedy. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it's a seven part web series, about ten minutes an episode. Oh, yeah, cool. A lot of fun to make, and yeah, really proud of that one. So yeah, Dave oh, Plus One dot com for free on YouTube as well. Awesome. Fantastic. Good stuff. We're, Check that we're, out. We're in it as well, but you have to r- watch right to the very, very end, all the way through, <laughs> in the very last second. All the way through. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you don't. Yeah. You've got an Avengers like uh, after credit sequence. Yeah. yeah. Of me <laughs> fashioning Paul with a on an anvil. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> But maybe we're not. Maybe we're not at the very end. You'll yeah. have to watch the entire thing to find out. Yeah. Twist? Every second. <laughs> Our first minute. So <laughs> Um, I will plug one thing, which is that we are currently at Screen Mayhem in that interesting sweet spot between the end of the London Fright Fest and the beginning of the London Film Festival. So what's going up now is a bunch of interviews with directors who had films at the Fright Fest, uh, which I have been conducting myself. So you'll be seeing those going up in the next couple of weeks as soon as I am able to transcribe hours and hours of people talking, which uh, is uh, bad for me, but going to be great for you because I only keep the good bits, all the sexy mm. parts about how to make a movie these days, which is a very saucy process. Um, mm. And then, before you know it, I'm going to be coming out with a whole bunch of reviews of all the great movies that are going to be coming your way probably for the next year. I've just, I, I came out of the Prince Charles Cinema and I noticed they had a poster up for a film I saw at the London Film Festival last year. That's how long it takes these films to get distributed sometimes. So... Yeah, get, get ready for all of a year's movie news in a mm. week, which I'll be looking forward to writing for you. Open your mouth. Um, <laughs> open them up. And yeah, I think that's it. Cool. Thanks for coming right. on, guys. Nice. <laughs> oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Any excuse to watch uh, one of my favorite bad movies. Yeah. Any excuse to watch any bad movie and then yell about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do a, we'll do a round of buys. So I'll say, and, and we'll, we'll probably come up with stupid names for ourselves because we always do. I'm Paul Motaro. I'm Paul Goodman. Fuck. <laughs> I'm Elliot J. Khan. And I'm BT Friendship Calloway. Fuck yeah. And remember, the one good thing about Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> is the message that to truly get ahead in life, you got to take off your metal arms and punch a centaur with your bare hands. And that is the true meaning of friendship. Friendship.